0: Now, the so-called fourth industrial revolution brings with it technological advances and innovation that are not only changing the world we live in, but also the world we work in. Uh, and this new world offers an abundance of opportunities, but its unfamiliarity also creates uncertainty in our lives. Too much uncertainty leads to anxiety, uh, which often escalates into uncontrolled, uncontrolled stress, emotional exhaustion, and eventually burnout. I'm joined now by Dr. Carina De Brain, who uh, is going to be talking to us about Burnout, its causes, uh, and I suppose most importantly, uh, treatment and how to deal with it. Uh, welcome, Doctor, sh- to the show. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Um, what are some of the most common causes of burnout? And, and I know that you know we're we're in this new technological age. Is it? Are we seeing more examples of burnout than we did, say, ten, fifteen,
1: twenty years ago? Yes, um, good evening, absolutely. You know, if we look at uh, the the causes of burnout, I I think it all starts with a a common um, phenomenon that we all experience on a daily basis, and that is actually stress. So if we think about... um, um, all of us are experiencing stress and if we think about all the technological advances and all the innovations and all the expectations that are put on um, employees to be innovative and to adjust to the, all these, the, the fast moving world, it's causing a, a whole lot of extra stress. Now, stress in, its, in itself is not really uh, the biggest problem, um, because it can actually be quite um, uh, have a motivational aspect to that as well. But when it becomes quite uncontrolled, um, it may lead to to emotional exhaustion and burnout and a whole lot of anxiety. That's so too much too much stress, not being able to cope with with the demands. Um, that the world of work is is um, putting on the employees.
0: Well, it's very common, of course. Most of us will feel some anxiety at some point in our lives. How do we know when it's become problematic? What are some of the signs of of perhaps chronic anxiety, or or to the point where it's become very very unhealthy?
1: Yes, I I think what is uh, the most important thing, obviously, is you need to have a very high level of self awareness, so so that you can actually realise or recognise. That you are experiencing higher than um, supposed to um, the, the higher level of stress that you're supposed to experience so um typical signs would be things like if you have a, a continuous lack of energy and you feel tired most of the time, um if you struggle to fall asleep or stay asleep, um, if you skip meals because you don't feel hungry or if you or if you lose weight. Um also what very often happens is um, people start becoming forgetful and they can't concentrate on their work. Um, their immune systems go down. They feel irritable. Um, they miss deadlines at work. And um, one of the, the, the bigger signs is your, your colleagues and your family and your friends will tell you, look, you're on the brink of burning out. You have to do something about that.
0: Is a burnout the same thing as a breakdown?
1: Um, you know, it, I think it's. Uh, if, if you think about stress and burnout and breakdown, all of those things are maybe just different degrees of almost the same kind of thing. So, with um, with burnout, it is something that um, it, it, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, same with breakdown; it doesn't happen overnight. It slowly creeps up on you um and then you get to a point where you really cannot cope with it anymore and that's where you you really you you um you stop actually functioning but you can turn it around of course but of course it takes quite a, a quite a long time because um it 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 takes quite a long time to get to that point so it also takes a, a long time to turn it around let's
0: talk about uh, the managing uh, anxiety and managing or preventing burnout I guess managing anxiety and preventing burnout uh, what are some of the the easiest ways to do that and of course so much of the stress that we have in our daily lives and we were speaking about this on the show last night comes through the workplace that so much of the stress that we have in our lives we can trace back to uh, work many of us feel sort of overworked underpaid spending so much time at work very little time and, and this thing that uh, we rather tentatively call a work-life balance tends to go out mm. of the window. So how? what are some of the steps that we can take to, to manage the anxiety and therefore to, to stave off a burnout?
1: Mm. I'm glad that you mentioned work-life balance because very often we think it's just the workplace that's actually causing the anxiety and the stress and leading to burnout. But it's it's all of Keeping all the balls in the air at the same time. So um, also, you know, there's very often a spillover over from the stresses at home, that 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 falls over to the to the workplace and the other way around um, as well. So it's it's almost that balancing act that that you have to get right. But um, I think if we think about the role of emotional intelligence in um, managing your your stress and preventing burnout, it's extremely important. So um, um, if we think about emotional intelligence, it's a whole lot of factors that play a role there. Like I mentioned, being aware of... Your, your, um, what's going on inside is is probably the, the, the most important task. But then also you need to be able to express yourself and tell others, look, I need help. Um, I, I need to be able to delegate some of my work. Um, I need to trust other people so that I can delegate to them as well. And then, of course, one of the most important um, resources for coping effectively with your stress and anxiety is um, trusting relationships. So we have to have courage to be open and honest um, with others about how we feel. And, you know, it's, it's not a weakness to you. You're not a failure if you at the point of, of burnout or actually before you get there, if you experience a lot of anxiety. It's human. So it, it is very important that we have the courage to, to share that with other people who can support us in that regard as well. And then of course maybe look look at stress management um, uh, techniques and problem solving techniques that one can actually learn. Those are skills you can learn. Do you think that that oftentimes some of the uh, the increased
0: stress that we feel, the increased anxiety that we feel comes around uh, th- the fact that we feel pressure not to burn out? If we were given permission, uh, perhaps, to sort of say, you know what, actually, I need to take a few days, um, do you think that that might minimize some of the, the, the negative feelings that we are experiencing, where so many of us are thinking, well, I can't afford to take off work, I'm worried what my boss will say if I say that I need a few days, uh, you know, that yeah. the, the kids still need to get to school, the bills st- still need paying. There's this th- th- So much of the pressure comes from almost not having permission and not having time to burn out.
1: Well, a- absolutely, you're so right. But I think that is, those are actually things that we tell ourselves. So we need to give ourselves permission. Mm. We all get, if, if you work in a company, you all should take leave. Your, your managers sh- must actually force you to take leave as well when you or she sees that, that you are really stressed out because that impacts your own personal performance but also in the end it has an impact on the company. So you have to, you have to be aware of the science. You have to realize, you know, what I can only do so much. I am only human and I need to, I need to feel myself again. I need to take some rest. I need to get my energy back um, in order to to deal with all the challenges that come around again.
0: Let's talk about uh, just just really basic things and and that things that we can do because obviously it, it would be lovely if we could afford, all afford perhaps to go to a, to, a you know to therapy um or, or something like that but it's not something we can all afford. What about the basic things that we can do within our home? And I'm talking about getting enough sleep, uh, having enough exercise, uh, trying to eat as healthily as possible. I mean, how important is good quality sleep in terms of reducing stress, anxiety, uh, and and other uh, problems like like, like depression? Etc.
1: If we look at the at the basics of stress, um, it really has an impact on our bodies, and it has a neurological impact as well. So, um, if if our bodies and if if we don't control our bodies, and that that's one of the the easiest things that we can do is control our sleeping, our eating, our exercising, all of those things. If we don't do that. It will definitely open up the um, on a physical level. It's, it's a good place just to, um, to to for burnout to start. So it's it's very important that we we start there. Um, and we we all know if you didn't have a good night's sleep the day before or the night before the next day, you are actually almost useless um, at work. Or if it's, if it's a continuous. Um, Uh, process or continuous pattern of of bad sleep and not exercising and not eating Um, those basic things have a severe impact on our emotional well-being and on how we how we can control our stress
0: is it true just finally is it true that stress doesn't always have to be negative
1: Absolutely. You know, if if you just think about um, um, uh, someone who takes part in athletics or a a swimmer or a rake nettling who is going to jump into the pool, Mm. dive into the pool now, if he doesn't experience some level of anxiety or stress, um, you know, he won't be motivated and he won't um, have that, that extra um, uh, motivation to actually do his best. So it, it's very important. But there's, there's a, a, a point where, you know, just it's over to too much of a good thing, which is then not a good thing anymore. Mm. Um, if you think about a student, if you don't experience a little bit of stress, um, you're probably not going to sit down and, and study. Um, if you write exams and you don't experience a little bit of stress, then it means you're not going to apply your your thinking to the best of your abilities um, because there's, there's not that drive or not that need. So, um, yes, if, if someone doesn't experience any stress, then they are often too relaxed which means it has a negative impact on the the performance. Mm,
0: mm, yeah, for sure. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. Doctor, thanks so yes. much for joining us and uh, and giving us an insight to, into burnout, which I'm sure many people will find extremely useful. I should just say to our listeners that if you are dealing with stress, with anxiety, depression, uh, you can, of course, get help uh, through the South African Depression and Anxiety Group by going to the website, which is www.sadak.org. Doctor, once again, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thank you.